Alright troops, gonna give a quick heads up that what you're about to pipe in your lugs is the glacier ramblings of twa numpties needs us. So I didn't complain, I've tell you. Enjoy the brobrich nicht and nicht and didn't be a fear we're bearing, alright? Welcome to Brother Date Mailbag Edition. I'm Matthew. I'm Judah. Where's the mail? Where is it, everyone? I've well, just been told uh, I just got off a private conversation with my brother and co-host, and now I'm gonna I'm gonna unprivate. I'm gonna cl- check unprivate. That's what it would normally say. And I'm gonna say that he told me that there's not a lot of mail in the mailbag. I mean, there's maybe fifteen mails. Gave you a month. But it's been a whole month. People. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, for a minute, I completely forgot that I had told you that and that we were doing a mailbag, even though you just said mailbag, <laughs> because when you said, where's the mail, I was distracted by remembering that when my actual physical mail came today, there was something in there, some kind of tax document from the IRS for my neighbor who's been dead for eight years. Oh, damn. And I, I remember, and I gave it right back to the mailman, so I didn't look at it like much, but I remember thinking... Did, did the government mail my dead neighbor a stimulus check? <laughs> oh my god, they probably did. <laughs> based on what earnings, though? Wasn't it supposed to be based off 2018 or something like that? Well, I guess he has earned zero dollars. He earned zero dollars oh, in 2018. so that's why he's getting the check. Oh. Damn. <laughs> that's, um, that's a good use of our funds. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm over the cap, and I dragged Katie up over the cap with me. Uh, yep. So I have no idea how the stimulus checks even work. Let's. I'm gonna, I, I I hope people have been getting them. I don't know anything about them. I'm gonna pat me and my wife on the back too and say we are also over the cap. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. I know it's hard not to be as cool as the hosts of this show in our yep. fucking ivory towers in our super expensive place to live. Well, in I guess our, yours is much less expensive. In our cities in the clouds. Where only art is done and no mining of any kind. <laughs> Unlike the rest of you, tr- tr- what were they called in that episode? Uh, just troglites, right? Just, but they had, didn't. Wasn't it slightly changed? <sighs> yeah, from troglodyte. To oh, troglodyte. right. Okay, yes, they were troglodytes. Yeah, <laughs> that's you guys. You guys get the stimulus checks. Oh shit, this isn't going uh, that well. Well, anyway, staying married to me cost Katie about a thousand dollars this year, so. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Put that in Katie. the cons column. Stuff. Well, all right. This Ooh, is pretty depressing. At first, I browbeat everyone, and then I mocked them for not having as much cool money as me. So, yeah. I guess we should do the yeah. mailbag. Well, let's fucking do it. Mailbag by Brother Date. Uh, our first mail in the mailbag was from you. This week, you are Durko got jammed. It was a self-jam, too. It was a self-jam. <laughs> and um, it is just 
a Hardcastle and McCormick opening credits and theme song <laughs> with no commentary. You have just tweeted a YouTube link at me. You are definitely meant to play it so we can hear the song. Yeah, I for sure will. Also, you did helpfully find one that has about 15 seconds of silent captions before the music starts, but it is playing. Whatever. Nothing silent about that. It was 15 minutes long. Could that have been the credits before every episode? It's one of my 75 notes I jotted down while we were listening to that. Is could it possibly have been this long every fucking week? It was a solid minute before it said starring Brian Keith. These were the most forced driving and car metaphors I've ever heard. The okay. whole thing is about how you got to you keep your wheels on the straight and narrow. And uh, something about you got to drive like the demon that drives your dreams. <laughs> and I, but at one point, everybody was doing time. So I don't know. At some point it became prison, but I'm not. <sighs> the sound effects. Uh, Just right over I, the music. Uh, here's my question. Was this a real show? <laughs> it unfortunately was a real show. Okay. I uh I don't know what Are I we did. Sure? I don't know what I did on YouTube to make it suggest that I watch that. But when I watched it, I went, "Oh yeah, okay, all right." Hardcastle and McCormick. So you saw Hardcastle and McCormick opening credits, and you're like, "Yeah, okay, yeah." I wasn't doing anything. Sure, but why do they pump in all the sound effects? If I'm watching the theme, I'm gonna be able to see the action. It's a good question. And if I'm why not watching all of it, the gunshots and what glass good breaking? are all of the sound effects? And whatever that weird car was revving up. Yeah, I uh, doesn't seem like they really thought that one through. Um, it was like a Pagani Zonda prototype or something. I will say that that made Marjan and I watch about a hundred TV theme song <laughs> okay. on YouTube Thank after God. that. I thought you were going to say you'd watched a hundred episodes of Hardcastle. No, I doubt they made more than like 30 of those, right? There's no way. Well, this is from season one of the hit show. That it can say whatever it wants. So that would have been thirty episodes on its own. All right, let's see. Hardcastle and McCormick American drama series. Prove it. (laughs) Sixty-seven episodes. Damn, that's too many. That's way too many. 
Oh my god, it looks so terrible. Uh, anyway, I jotted down a lot of possible episode titles, so that's good. Oh, good. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> um, oh, boy. I mean, what's... What's the best? A, a retired judge who teams up with a streetwise car thief to do vigilante justice? I mean, that's... It, everything about it sounds like a parody. Ugh. Yeah, um, Brian Keith as Judge Milton C. Hardcase Hardcastle. His nickname's not even Hardcastle, that's his real name, but he has a nickname, too, that's different. Well, uh, read the next one, please. Daniel Hugh Kelly as Skid Mark McCormick. <laughs> that's a good one, Skid Mark. So good. Wow. Oh, boy. Mm. Boy, oh, boy. Well, okay, what's the best TV theme song of the 80s? Uh, Alf. Absolutely. We are 100% in agreement. <laughs> what is Alf? What do you want to know? <laughs> That's still my town theme in Animal Crossing. Good, it should be. Yeah. The problem with the Animal Crossing town themes is you, the spacing never works. You can't... Yeah, you can't You can't do anything with the rhythm. No. It's, it's not... Let's put it this way. It's not Mario Paint. No, it's absolutely not. You can't, um, you can't make a piano sound and... A horn sound. That's the fire flower, nope. right? That's the horn. Uh, yeah. Although isn't there a car? And also, doesn't the goose the make was... kind of a horny sound? Yeah, the goose too? does too. I think the car was organy. I think they're all. Oh, you're right. I think you're right. The car is organy. Um, and then the heart was a bass. Yep. Uh, the airplane was some kind of percussion. Uh, no. Yeah. Was the airplane piano? Yo. We should definitely talk for 40 minutes about Mario Paint's music engine. I mean, it's, but we could talk about the Flyswatter game if you'd rather. <laughs> the music from that goes through my head sometimes. <laughs> Actually, the music from many parts of Mario Paint goes through my head. It was fucking barely a game. They were just like, hey, what if we did a mouse? What if, what if could... we made a mouse for the Super Nintendo? And yeah, we made them buy it. Well, what can would they use it, it on? Can you use it for SimCity? You cannot. Uh, we'll have to no, make you a, may not. We'll have to make a mouse game then. And then it's just... Uh-huh. I made Mario. Mario's purple now. <laughs> I painted Yoshi. <laughs> uh, on April 29th, Ryan wrote, At Brother Date, don't stop the project. Uh, yeah, I don't think we're gonna. Yeah, but I wasn't, not yet. I wasn't sure if that was directly in response to our um, request for feedback on the Star Wars part of the project or just the whole podcast in general. Oh, because uh, remember, we were desperate for feedback. I mean, it is entirely possible that we would stop one, become so elated at not having to do <laughs> it anymore. Oh, this feels great. That we could would just say, I mean, we could just blow the whole thing up. Yeah, it feels great to be we free. Could just, we could just pull a murder we pod. <laughs> just bounce. When was the last murder we pod? January? December? What are we talking about? I think it was last year. Jesus. Murder we pod. I'm gonna look it up. How many episodes did they do? Not 67. Maybe they did, maybe they did one after they came back from their Christmas break. I don't know. Nope. December 25th. Christmas yeah. is the last one. They only did 12. What? They're 55 behind Hardcastle and McCormick. <laughs> Long way to go. Uh... Yeah, and that puts them 174 behind us, huh? We're fucking crushing it. We got no stimulus checks, and look at all our episodes, everybody. Yeah, we're killing it. We're doing a real good job. This is great. 
Although everything that we're talking about is, of course, yet another self-jam. Yeah, for sure. On April 30th, uh, Shannon wrote, Glad at Dear Ham Sandwich shared his thoughts on Picard. I was worried I was the only person who didn't think it was amazing, based on the glowing comments I saw on the internets. Many cringy fan service moments and much of the final app just didn't make sense. Yep, Marjan liked it. I did not. Uh, I mean, I guess my main complaint was that most of the show didn't make any fucking sense. Well, Ryan is another Marjan, I guess, because he responded, loved the fan service. That was the whole point of the show. Yeah. Not impressed with the rushed season finale. Yeah, my main complaint was not with the fan service. I not I don't like it, but I understand that there are people who will they'll eat it up and not even like it's, not even like they don't know what they're doing. Like they go, "Yeah, it's fan service. I like it." But it's not for me. But if the show had made sense, I would have been fine, but it was kind of a mess. Uh, but it's like, uh, you know that Han Solo is going to meet Chewbacca in the movie Solo and you're just like, I knew that was, I knew that was going to (laughs) happen. Right. Yeah. It didn't hurt me or help me, uh, when I watched Solo. Uh, on the first Ryan wrote at brother date should have known Star Trek didn't coin the term and then links to the Wikipedia article for Maquis. Did he think they just did a French? I guess he must have. I mean, I don't, you know, when I, when Deep Space Nine started, I didn't know about the Maquis in World War II, but. Oh, uh, I have I no idea what 11, I knew. Yeah, I was so. going to say, I have no idea what I knew when I was a little kid or whatever. But, right. But yeah, I would definitely not have assumed. Even then, I wouldn't have assumed that they did a make up. The fact that they pulled out a French word definitely made me think it was a reference. Okay, but like, that's if you see it spelled. Wait, what else would it be? I mean, Maquis, just some alien horse shit. Oh, yeah, but I mean, it was... If it's just spelled M-A hyphen K... Oh, yeah, if these were like Klingon rebels or something, it definitely would have been like M-A apostrophe Q, but like a big Q. (laughs) Yeah, not the little Q, I think (laughs) that's different. Big Q apostrophe (laughs) I, you'd have been like, all right. Uh, yeah, the fact that they were Federation settlers. I, look, I I assumed even as a kid it was a reference, though I didn't know to what. What it was a reference yeah, to, yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, linked to the Wikipedia article for that. I'm not going to uh, read up on it. It's just uh, French resistance during World War II. Yes. Oh, don't worry. Voyager's going to cover it. Yeah. Uh, on the 6th, Ryan wrote, At Brother Date, not surprised about the high score. Klingon plots are always compelling. So that maybe would have been... Mm. Reunion? Yeah, it could be. Uh, we, we got to see all the stuff about Campok dying, and yeah, 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 yeah. And we got introduced to Galron and all that good stuff. On the fifteenth, Shannon wrote in. Okay, so I just found out that Barry has no idea what Double Dare was. Which, by the way, I don't remember if he was playing, but it does explain why you were not <laughs> getting any love for that Double Dare rap you did. It's fine. It, I I've b- stopped trying to explain it. It's just not my crowd. That's all. You know. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't get said, a lot of votes in general. And then she said, "Rectifying the situation now." You responded to that. Mm. There's no reason to assume anybody would know what Double Dare is anymore, and I have no idea where we were beaming Nickelodeon programming back in the day. So yeah, please let us know what else is missing from his Nickelodeon canon. Does yeah. he know Salute Your Shorts? How about you? Does he know you Hey Dude? Does he know You Can't Do yeah. That on Television? Right, exactly. Uh, Legend of the Hidden Temple, or... Um, I don't know, wasn't there one where they had to climb a big rock? The Agro Crag? Yes, the Agro Crag. Was that not Legends of the Hidden Temple? Oh, was that what that was or, from? And or Double Dare? Uh, I think it had its own thing. 
Uh, what the, what's the what's the Omar Gooding one? Well, that one's we uh, fucking talked about it last week. That one is um, Wild and Crazy Kids. Fuck, almost lost yeah. it. Yeah, Wild and Crazy Kids. You heard of that one? Because that one was they had different colored shirts. The teams. That's yes, all, they did. That's all I remember. Also, often, it often all, seemed to be all summer. early '90s colors. So, like a lot of uh, purples, a lot of bright yellows. Uh, some teals. My memory of it was that it was always summer. Yes. And they were playing outdoor, not sports, physical challenges. I don't know. Nickelodeon yep. loved physical challenges. They loved a kiddie pool full of dyed oatmeal. Yeah. Oh, well, well, whoever finds the marble gets to drink from the fire hose. So. Well, that's true, too. <laughs> I'm much more interested oh. if, if they got American gladiators in the U.K., uh, I think that they, it did. I think it started in the UK. I don't think it's an American program. Wait, really? Yeah, it wasn't called American Gladiators, of course. It would have been amazing if it was, though. Hold on. Find out who's going to be this week's American Gladiator. Because <laughs> uh, that show was amazing. They had the, um, uh, you know why it was amazing? Because they had Powerball. The game that was just football, basketball, where you had to put the ball into the basket, but then the uh, the gladiators were allowed to tackle you. Um. Wait, did you already say the name of that? Powerball. Powerball. Yeah. That was the best one. That one was fucking amazing, and there are the ones that remembered for Atlasphere, fucking uh, uh, assault. You remember Assault, where they had to shoot the tennis ball at the Gladiator? Uh, that was the best one. So good. Where they had the various tennis ball launching equipment. Did they have to try to hit the target above the Gladiator, or just yes. get, it, get to the end without getting a tennis ball right in the eyeball or whatever? Well, the Gladiators were just sitting at, like, machine gun emplacements shooting yeah, at them. Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> I, apparently I'm wrong. Apparently it was uh, an American program. Ba, ba, da, da, ba, ba, I wonder where I heard ba, da, that. Da, da, da. Love it. Um, and of course, Joust. Joust is a classic. Yeah. Uh, here's the list of the. They used four different lineups. Lineup one had Pyramid. I don't know what that was. Was Pyramid um, the one where they had to climb up to the top? And it was like a. But it was the pyramid was made out of like wrestling mats. You know what I mean? Like that's soft surface. Uh-huh. And then the gladiators had to push you off. So you had, just had to get to the top of the fucking pyramid. Oh, uh, maybe. Uh, Hang Tough and Assault were event two in that lineup. Hang Tough was monkey bars where you had to try to knock each other off or whatever. Then Joust slash Whiplash. I don't know what Whiplash was, but Joust was was legit. Gauntlet slash Tug of War. Something called Snapback. Hold on, why don't I just go to the main article, list of American Gladiators events. Gauntlet was um, the one where they had to run past the... It was another tackling drill. You had to uh, yeah. get past like four, three gladiators or four gladiators or whatever. In this event, the contenders had to run through a half pipe chute while yeah. avoiding five gladiators, all holding blocking pads. Damn, there were five of them. It's poor, those poor contestants. Uh, in the final season, it was played with four gladiators with a shorter time limit. Okay. Yeah. Um, do your atmosphere, of course. Obviously, you had to roll over the little thing, and when you rolled over it, the steam shot out of the ground. The octagonal scoring pods. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad you have yeah, the article. That is correct. Uh, breakthrough and Conquer. Breakthrough and Conquer. Okay, that one was... Um, breakthrough and Conquer. You had to carry a football into the end zone for a touchdown? Oh, okay, yeah. And then you had to do sumo or whatever. 
You had to knock the right. guy out of the ring. Yes, forcing the, any part of the gladiator's body to touch See, the floor outside the circle. These games were legit because every single time one of those guys got tackled by a fucking beef neck like Turbo or whatever, you're like, <laughs> I think he's dead. I don't think he's going to be able to compete. That guy's just a volunteer firefighter. I think it's over for him. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's going to make it. It's, it listed him at 5'10", 155. I don't think he's going to make it. Uh, Hang Tough was not monkey bars. It was rings, gymnastics rings. Yes, yes, it was with rings. That way they could have right. more flexibility. They would like try to go around the gladiator to get to the other side and shit. But th- I never saw no one beat that one. Human Cannonball, apparently they stopped playing that halfway through season two. Too many neck injuries or whatever. Uh, yeah, swing on a rope and try to knock a gladiator oh. off a pedestal. I saw a gladiator get hurt doing that one time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a good one, uh, too, though. Ma- Malibu suffered a gash caused by contender Brian Hudson hitting him in the face with his feet extended. Yeah. Well, look, you had to knock him off that platform. What are you going to do? Not kick him in the face? Uh, exactly. Especially if it's... Which one did you say it was? Turbo? Who was it? Malibu? Malibu. Especially if it's Malibu. Fuck that guy. Do you and remember... Then, um, uh, and then they also added a rule uh, where if you if you didn't remain in the in your position for the entire swing, it was disallowed, and if you did it twice, you were removed. Ooh. After someone committed two fouls against Titan. Titan I love sucks. this article. I'm big into this article. <laughs> Joust obviously was with the uh, definitely the Q-tips. bookmark of this one. <laughs> uh, the maze. That's just a straight maze. Yeah, but Again, there were gladiators in the maze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, Powerball, of course, you've Power discussed. So good because it was very like, good. Uh, some of the most aggressive tackles I've ever seen were in Powerball. Just fucking tackling high around the neck and shit. They didn't care. There were no rules. Sky track? I don't remember that. that must the have been contenders later. in the gladiator raced each other on an inverted Velcro covered track using their hands and feet. Boy, I don't remember that. Oh, I do remember that only because it's silly. I remember I have images of it in my head. All right. Uh, snapback. The contenders faced two gladiators with everyone attached to bungee cords. The object was to run out of the field of play and grab a large red and blue scoring cylinders that were hung above the field. You've seen Running Man play this, <laughs> where they're all tied together and trying to pull the other people somewhere. Swing shot. Is that the same as the other one where you had to? Uh, no, you jumped with a bungee cord and then you had to like use the you know, like bounce back up onto a cylinder to grab scoring balls and then put them in a bin. I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was yeah, like a yeah. higher bin. There was one above the lower basket that was worth more points, but it was harder to put it in there. Uh, tug of war, of course. Yeah. Uh, on tilting platforms. The wall. Just a rock climbing wall. Yep, and that one, it basically just came down to, is the gladiator going to do a whoopsie and fall off the wall? Yep, that's essentially it, right? Yeah. Whiplash, the contender and gladiator grasped opposite sides of a dog bone with triangular handles, each using one hand and standing atop a 20-foot diameter circular platform. <laughs> The contender had 30 seconds. I have no memory of this, which could either pull the bone away from the gladiator or drag him or her off the platform. Those gladiators were such fucking... 93 to 96. Monsters. And then, of course, the Eliminator. The Eliminator was great because it was the the full obstacle course where, like, I love at the end, you have to break through, like, the barrier, and maybe there was a gladiator there, and maybe there wasn't, and that's basically what what did you win. (laughs) 
Which feels like it was stolen from Takeshi's Castle. Because weren't yes. there about 15 events on Takeshi's Castle where you had to run blindfolded through a door? And yes. maybe, maybe the, maybe the, except in Takeshi's Castle, maybe behind the door was just plywood. Maybe the door <laughs> would just be solid. Yes, maybe it was solid. Maybe you drop six feet into swampy water. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I oh, loved American Gladiator yeah. so much. It was so good. Mm. Oh, we found one on YouTube that had all the original commercials, TV commercials intact. And it was oh, so you got to see Crossfire and the animal. <laughs> it's from like a St. Louis area station, so there was lots of like local St. Louis commercials oh. that were really good. But you didn't get to see Paul the Credit Man from the Diamond Center. No, it wasn't Bay Area centric. So. That would have been the best. Yeah, that's totally a Bay Area thing, huh? Yeah, he was a credit man. He was a credit man. <laughs> Marjon still insists that's the definitive version of that song. <laughs> Even though we know that's a great song. Uh, I wonder if YouTube has... YouTube's gonna have it, right? The Credit Man? I fucking hope so. What's the point? Paul Diamond Center. Cancel YouTube if they don't have Credit that. Man. Uh, well, there's so many of these, but which one? Which one <laughs> is it gonna be? There's a lot of Paul from the Diamond Center commercials. Yes. Uh, oh, boy. remember that this was this competently done well you're not seeing the commercial by the way this guy looks like Paul F. Tompkins <laughs> you should send that to Paul F. Tompkins and ask him to please cover this <laughs> per marge on the definitive version <laughs> uh, it's funny the, I never knew like when you're a kid you don't really think about it like I wonder how many fucking jacked up local TV commercials that will identify <laughs> where you like grew up if you sit into like a crowded room something about <laughs> Paul at the Diamond Center or whatever the credit man how many people would be like I fucking remember that or for me it'd just be like hey do you remember on TV 20 sometimes there'd just be a dog in a chair <laughs> yes that's how, how was that making them any money <laughs> They did that forever doesn't, too. They were doing doesn't that. Doesn't seem like it could have been. They were doing that right till the day that. Is that still around? Does it change? I, I became the CW, so I don't yeah. know. Probably up until it was a CW, they were still doing that dog in a chair thing. On the uh, on the fifteenth, Ryan wrote uh, at brother date. I'm with uh, I'm with Matt on this one. Tomorrow makes eleven weeks since my last haircut. By far the longest since high school. Yeah, I still haven't done it. It's, now we're up to probably more than three months now. And my hair is very long, and Marjan keeps trying to coax everybody into saying it looks better than ever, so I don't have to cut it. <laughs> she has she has a weird, let's just say, a weird sexual fascination with my longer hair. I see. And uh, so, I, like when you when she's trying to get you into these uh, partner costumes, and she's like, "You should be um, the Beastmaster." <laughs> yeah, sure, the Beastmaster. Yeah, that's the first person what? I thought of. Did he have long hair? I hope he did. I think he did. Okay. You should beat Daryl Hall from Hall and Oates. Oh, that's true. You're that like, happened. All right. Yeah. Oh, that happened, huh? This better not be awakening anything in you. I didn't know at the time that she had a fantasy where she was Oates, but now. <laughs> By the way, she's um. I I love my beautiful wife, but she looked so nasty as a dude with a mustache. <laughs> 
like you weren't having it? She looked like a weird little alien. Like, hey, knock it off, Borat. She looked like a weird little alien that came to Earth and was trying to pretend to be a dude. <laughs> I think it's because she has this tiny head. Uh, like you think all ladies do. Ladies have pinheads. We all know it. They got tiny little <laughs> peanut heads. And when you see them, you go, that's a lady. I know right away. Like if she's in a dude dude clothes, that's the thing, right? And a fake mustache, you'd be like, nah, I know. That's a, that's a chick. I could see your head. <laughs> you thought you could hide it from me. You're not fooling me. You, you could hide it from me, but it's not small enough for that. I do like a weird stereotype no one else knows about. Oh, I had a coworker one time who swore to me that all Indian kids looked like adults, looked like little adults. I don't think that's true. I also didn't think it was true, but that's he swore. And I was like, I don't know where you're getting that. I think I've seen some Indian babies and they look like babies, but he, uh, he swore. Was he Indian? Nope. No, no, I was a white guy. Oh, okay. An Indian guy wouldn't say that. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Like, But if you said it, would you be like, I don't know. You've probably seen more of them than me. <laughs> you just have to believe him. What would you do? Oh, okay. I don't know. That, that doesn't sound right, but maybe. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It sounds crazy enough that I think he was an asshole who went around telling people things about Indians because they had to believe him. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> just making up all kinds of shit. That's pretty smart. What, are you going to dispute it? <clears throat> oh, Ryan says, I definitely spell check my tweets even after voice to texting them. Well, you definitely should after that. That I don't think that ever comes through right. Also on the 15th, he says, I ain't making the bracket. We'll see what that refers to. Uh, well, I believe later that evening, he changed his mind. Yeah. Uh, in response <laughs> to a question that I posed, Ben wrote, Chris Reeves was the older one with the speech impediment. Oh Andrew was the younger one. Nice kid, but socially screwed, so came off haughty. But he's wrong. Chris Reeves was the one in our grade, and he <laughs> didn't have a speech impediment. The third one is Jonathan Reeves, and I. But his he prompted me to remember that, but I still don't know which one talked like they had a British accent. So, despite... I know no one has ever listened to this podcast, but I felt very uncomfortable with them being identified with their first and last names. Listen. <laughs> and then despite that, it wasn't even helpful because, no, that wasn't right. But uh, I guess, um, hold on, let me just make a note. 186 and 184. <laughs> when I transfer these to a real host, I'll just have to go through and like bleep those or something. <laughs> That's right. I mean, they're on our Twitter feed, or I guess they're on his Twitter feed. Uh, yeah, that is true, but he could always delete that. Yeah. <sighs> and on the 20th, Ryan wrote, at Brother Date, maybe a letter of recommendation from Benjamin Sisko is like a permit from Ron Swanson in Pawnee, so it is good to know that he is using his shelter-in-place time wisely. <laughs> That's right, he's watching all By the right things. watching Parks and Rec. Yeah, we actually just finished our recent rewatch. Uh, Sisko uh, acts like Ron Swanson in Parks and Rec, in that he wants to be left entirely he alone. Seem to, he works entirely alone. <laughs> he doesn't want to do any work. He doesn't want any work to get done. That's why exactly. he sends O'Brien to do stuff. That's right. 100%. <laughs> I'll never. Uh, also, he uh, wears. Uh, he dresses like Tiger Woods after he has sex. <laughs> I'll never forget when he sent O'Brien down to meet the first wormhole alien ever to come through. <laughs> That's right. Go he on, Chief. Just sent O'Brien by himself. Went, I don't know. That's you figure diplomacy. it out. You were on the flagship, right? You always brag about it to everyone. Go show us what you got. <laughs> You're used to greeting people. You used to work in the transporter room. That's right. You had to greet people all the time. Sometimes people would come in and just nod at you and then say, thanks, chief, and leave. 
and then and then you were sure you <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> uh, I love thinking about him getting called in to have a brain scan and just going, <laughs> I really fucked up this time. I don't know what I did, but I fucked up so bad. This can't be good. They're going to fucking brain scan me. I know what they do in here. I saw what happened to that Serzhenka kid. They're going to fucking scan his brain and find out what kind of weird porn he watches. <laughs> oh, come on. We know what kind. He doesn't know what they can and can't get access to. Wasn't it? Um, I think I was helping Keiko move that time when I found that tape of his that said backdoor Asian sluts, too. <laughs> oh, no, wait. That was a real life co- colleague I was helping move. <laughs> found her husband's porno. The people who, the people who produce pornos. Yes. Really assume that nobody is ashamed of their pornos. Oh yeah, they just put it right out there. What's they this one called? Put it right on the box. Uh, I don't know. I guess we'll call it like. Uh, well, we had the first one was called Backdoor Asian Sluts, so this is Backdoor Asian Sluts number two, I guess. Oh, yeah, it was boy. uncomfortable. We we were helping her move and found that box, and I opened the box and I just kind of looked in there. And then she came over to see what I was looking at and saw it, and then she had to laugh it off like it was the world's best joke. Ben gave an old computer to one of our friends, and uh, <laughs> because it had, I guess it had either been it had been connected to his work network or something, and so they couldn't get it to go on the internet. And um, you know how, for some reason, I don't have any other friends in the tech industry, and all my friends are like accountants or graphic designers, just something like that. Sure, sure, sure. So I had to go over and figure out what was going on with this computer, and I did get it to c- connect to the internet. And then also they did show me that Ben did leave an entire uh, <laughs> an entire folder. Yes. Of uh, you don't have to say more if you don't want materials to. <laughs> before he turned it over to them. So it's fine. We know Erica doesn't listen to this. So it's come okay. on, buddy, reformat. <clears throat> what are you doing? That's a tough one. Yeah, if you're just gonna hand it over, you should. Should probably go through there at least, you know. Even if you're not going to reformat, at least go through there and just be like, "Do I want this on here?" It's tough. Anyway, his thing is very vanilla. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, it's, it's just it's bad. just all it's just all blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that's out there. Tough shit. Make a note that when you made a note for 186, it wasn't for this. <laughs> sorry, it was yeah, for, sorry, others, not, for the other not, thing. Not that's right. Uh, you know what we're doing today, and I'm glad we're doing it. Is we're just we're fucking shaking out the silly. Yeah, we're bl- well, we're blowing the lid off of every everybody's. Fucking oh, business. I see. Yeah, this is a, this is investigative journalism. Yeah, we're doing it because you know the main problem with newspapers the last twenty years is like you lose all the money. What goes? They get rid of those investigative teams. That's where the money is needed but now they got us to figure out what everyone's favorite kind of porno is there you go this was also many years ago so i don't know maybe his uh oh everyone's gotten crazier over time everyone's gotten weirder for sure i mean the porno i used to watch compared to now is actually kind of sweet you think about (laughs) what i used to beat it to if you think that's kind of nice matthew yeah The time has come to take off your headphones. Oh, go ahead. Let's do it. Now, call me Bobby. 
Dude, that shit is so oh, loud. And, uh, a big hole. <laughs> I had, well, I, the bagpipe is maybe the loudest instrument. I took out my earbuds and I put my thumbs over the holes because I didn't want any sound coming at me and I could hear all of it very well. Yeah, I had one request once to turn up specifically the audio when we play this segment, mm. not the theme, because he you know how he's, uh, he's real, hushed, real hushed tones. Yes. So I just had to just fucking leave it cranked. He's afraid yeah. his supervisor's going to come by and ask him why there's so much oil on his head. Or where all the boxes are that they no, cl- that the counter says they've made. You know they never asked about that. <laughs> it's just, he'd probably get in trouble for having the oil on him. <laughs> I'd like that to think... Way, that oil's not free. I'd like to think that he couldn't... He wasn't. He was afraid to say anything about it. But that also, if they caught him, he'd definitely get in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Uh, you can't have all this oil on you. That's a <laughs> health violation. <laughs> all right, oh, go ahead. Let's get at it. Really from hopefully not quite so muffled and betented uh, location, uh, but still hopefully audible and muffled enough for you. Wow. Uh, and if it was good to, good to listen to. Now... I'm not saying he didn't do some work on that. I did have to compress the hell out of this to get it audible. Okay. <laughs> so he did still try to muffle it for you. He's he's still whispering. He's still very much whispering. I, it's extremely sexual this time. <laughs> I don't know why. All right. Uh, Empire. I really enjoyed that episode. So I'm still, because of the lockdown, still backlogged with some podcasts. Um, without the commute, but I uh, so I've got four or five um, Star Trek ones saved up, but that uh, we don't fly until December if if anyone's flying by then. So I'm sure I've gotten around to them by then. Hope you guys are still enjoying the exciting world of New Horizons. Uh, the Star Trek podcast is not one that we require anyone's input. No. on to keep doing we we do it now because we hate ourselves i think well look once you look up and you see you've done 80 whatever of them it would be wild to quit i mean for sure what a clown show it would be if we stopped at 83 or whatever now the last time i was on the clock did i procrastinate by watching six hours of k-pop music videos for <laughs> matt's bracket i did that's what that's what i did do that's how i know when i start to see notes coming in on that bracket when i get my notifications yeah. i go oh he's killing that's just uh, killing he time wanna watch, he doesn't want to watch voyager <laughs> that's right uh I, look i don't understand when anybody listens to the star trek podcasts but it does weird me out that we're doing them for literally nobody because no one's even listening to podcasts now. Uh, your podcast listening is way down, right? Yes. I'm down to basically zero, like in the mornings a little bit before, cause I always get up before Marjan because she works all night, like a crazy person. Um, so are you just working in silence? Like you're in hell or do you listen to music? I have my, I am under headphones the entire time, just either listening to music or no, that's basically it. Just music. But I don't listen. You could, I don't listen. Why to, don't you listen to podcasts? I don't listen to podcasts because that's what I do when I don't really want to pay attention, and then I feel like when they're in my ears, it's all I pay attention to. Oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. So, but yeah, my podcast listening's down to almost nothing. <sighs> uh, 
uh, are we still enjoying New Horizons is the question being posed. So let me let him finish that. Um, I'm putting it slightly less tight, but still still enough to get the, the chores done and uh, finally managed to catch a snapping turtle by getting up at 3.45 and uh, catching one, but I still can't manage to get any of the big game fish for some reason. Number one, you know you can change the time on your Switch, right? <laughs> that might be the better solution you don't have for to, him. You don't have to actually get up at 3.45 in the morning. Because his problem is that because of his insane early rising, uh, he can't do any of the night fishing at, right. after 9 p.m. or whatever when they're supposed to be. Right. So if there are any that are 9 p.m. to 4 a.m., he's, he's locked out of them. He's decided it's better to get up at 3.45. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, uh, I think in that case, you could be forgiven for just changing the time. Now, let's talk about this uh, these big game fish. Mm. The uh, mahi-mahi and the giant trevally or whatever. Yep. Uh, I do feel like they are coming less frequently than the last batch of them did. Because in March and April, I caught a ton of tuna and marlin. Yeah. And the I still have only caught the two that I fished using bait the first day of May. Of the of those other two, yeah, I have caught two trevally and one mahi mahi, and that's it. Yeah, and everything at the pier is some other kind of fish. Um, yeah. and it took me forever to catch those. I used like a hundred twenty bait or something before. Yeah, I, I am. St- I am starting to dig clams now mm-hmm. on the twenty sixth for uh, for the first of June. Yeah, there's a ton of fish that are going to be available. Everybody paying attention. There's one, two, three. Like 14 or 15 new fish. And a bunch of beetles on trees, too. Yeah. Uh, beetles. There have not been so far. Fireflies. Mosquitoes. So. Stuff like that. <clears throat> it's good stuff, for sure. Uh, I am playing a little bit less, but I keep reinventing how I want the town to be laid out. Me too, yeah. Like, just the other day, I was like, well... Maybe I should make that my empty central section line up with one of the actual acres, one of the actual divisions. So I removed a bunch of roads so that they were just outside division boundaries on the map. Okay. And so now I have to replace all of my bridges again. Yeah, I'm going to be replacing mine because I have some crappy log bridges that I never did anything about. And now that I've paid off my home and all that business, I can I can do that. I like the log bridges for the unimproved parts of my island. Yeah, out in the fucking sticks. Yeah. Yeah. I have brick bridges, I think, to go with my brick pads in town. And then once you get north of the town, I go to the log bridges. Yeah, I'm going to have to think about what kind of bridges I want to do. Is everyone still interested in this? Um, I uh, I have to admit, I'm getting a little bit sick of how long it takes to complete all of the chores in town. <laughs> <laughs> Like, well, there's some that I don't do during the most days. Like I, I usually don't bang on any rocks during the day. I, I don't. I bang until I find the money rock, and that's it. But it's like, what is it? About twenty, about twenty thousand bells. Yeah, but it's free. All told, it is. <laughs> it is free. But then, what's the like? Where's it end for you? Do you shake trees until you no. get your fifteen hundred bells too? They do not. That's not okay. worth the effort. There is a line. Um, for one thing. I weirdly find the money rock very quick every single day. There was one <laughs> Like stretch. you often find it on one or two, rock one or two and not rock five or six. Yeah, and the exact same rock because, of course, I go in a sequence because I am a robot person. Well, if you don't, how are you going to, you're going to go over there, hit a rock, nothing will happen, and you'll be like, well, that was a shovel charge I just wasted. 
So every day I hit the same rock first, and there was a stretch where like four days in a row the money rock was that rock. Mm. And I was very happy because I didn't have to figure out whether to put all the stupid clay in storage or whatever. Um, I'm also trying to decide if I want to go full crazy and commit to moving my rocks. Because then you have to like... Is that just a trial and error? Just like, uh, I didn't want it there. Try again. Uh, I mean, that's one way to do it, but it would take you probably a million years. Um, but what you can do is you you make a pattern. Yeah. And then a custom pattern. And then you choose uh, for clothing. Okay. And then you choose to display it. And it'll spawn a mannequin with the item on it. Just anywhere in town where you are. Okay. And if you cover the whole island... With those mannequins. Oh, I don't want to do this at all. So that there's no three by three space where a rock can spawn, <clears> except <throat> where you want it to spawn. Yeah. Then it'll go there. That but obviously like that means you have to spend six days with your whole island covered <laughs> with mannequins, making it pretty much impossible to navigate. Yeah, I don't want to do this. There yeah. are so many things There in are this other game. methods that, that are easy. Like, you can use paths, and then that makes it easier to navigate. Right. But then you have to also undo all the paths. Whereas with the mannequins, if you just go into your pattern and, and alter edit the pattern in any way, all of the mannequins on the island will disappear. Well, that's pretty good. So the cleanup is very easy with that method, but getting around for six days sucks. Yeah, I um, I, I, I just build around the rocks if if there's one that's in a stupid place i'll just crush it and wait for another one to spawn somewhere else until they're all in places that are fine i don't have a specific place where i need them to be and that's where i am now Um, i have six rocks where i'm okay with all of their placements yeah there's lots of things we talk about the flower breeding offline and it makes me crazy like i i don't want to spend the time to do it it takes so much effort you told me that there was a 95% chance if I had five people come to my island and water my shit every day or whatever, that after 47 days I could have the flower I wanted. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> See, went, the thing... I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> the thing is, when Nintendo made Animal Crossing, like, they didn't mean for this shit to be easy stuff that everybody could do. They meant for this shit to be, like, neat and random and sort of you would discover it naturally or it would happen that like one day in your town, you would just have a blue rose and you wouldn't know why. Right, right, right. Because roses had just been crossbreeding and hybridizing all over your Island for a year. And suddenly one day there was a blue rose, right? Sure. But then everyone figured out the fucking, but then everyone figured out the genome, hacked and into the matrix, figured out methods to force that genome. Went right? hacked so. into the fucking deep code layer. Jimmy, I used, that was a DS nine term. Deep code layer. Yeah, for three episodes in a row, someone mentioned that there was something in the deep code layer. Yeah, back when they were, someone was reading. You Crichton. could do a whole. You could do a whole episode about how much trouble they were having with the old space station, Deep Space Nine. <laughs> someone was reading a Crichton novel for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. They were just like, "Oh, I learned a lot about computers today. I'm going to put it into my script." <laughs> Um, yeah, so, yes, they hacked into the fucking Matrix, and now they've figured out exactly what it takes, and so now that's out there, and people are trying to do it, and when I hear what it takes, I'm like, I don't care if I ever get a blue rose. <laughs> like, who cares? I'm not gonna do that. Yep. I'm trying to have a good time. Fuck. That's... And it's the same same with moving the rocks. You're supposed to probably accidentally discover that you can blow up a rock. Mm-hmm. And then probably then you panic the first time, like my rocks. Oh gone. no! Now I only have five rocks. Yeah, 
And then, you know, a couple days later, you notice, oh, hey, there, hey, there didn't used to be a rock here. Oh, it must have, maybe it was the one I broke. And then maybe you could just blow them up and see where they spawn or do whatever. But, like, they they don't build an easy system. You can't use the uh, terrain editor to place your six rocks, right? By the way, you really should be able to. It's kind you of kind of should be able to dig up a rock and put it somewhere else. That would be better. Yeah, if I can dig up trees, why can't I dig up a rock? Because then how would you blow them up? They're not, they're not <laughs> inventing two special things you can do. I guess that's true. Yeah. I mean, it could be that if you eat fruit and then hit the rock with an axe, it blows up. And if you hit it with use a shovel, you dig it up. Like, there definitely could be done. But uh, it's sort of like this is Animal Crossing, and we don't care what the weirdos are going to do with it so much. Except that they keep making a bunch of patches to fix a non-existent economy. And that's what I don't understand. Yeah, what is the deal? Like, hey, there's two bugs. are too, It's too easy for people to get bells. Bugs are spawning too frequently. So? Well, so fucking what? You can't do anything with bells. <laughs> yeah, Who cares? It doesn't really matter. Unless they're planning, unless they are planning to introduce some fucking pay pay for play. What's the real term? Microtransaction bullshit. Yeah. In which case, it will matter how you get bells. Uh, well, you'll spend. You'll have the four ninety nine season pass, and you'll get fifty thousand bells a day. <laughs> as part of that, it's so annoying. They better not do that. It's coming. It's coming. Um. Uh, so anyway, ha- have you? Let me ask you this. What are you doing when K.K. Slider comes to town? What am I doing? Yeah. Do you just let him play whatever the fuck he wants, or do you request a song <clears> that you know you don't I, have? Well, I, I requested the three that you can only get by request. Okay. And then otherwise, I'm focusing on moods until, I, mm. until I've completed those. Interesting. So, um, so you don't have a song list... So that you can just, like... Is he going to uh, try to play know. one that I already have an air check of? Because he hasn't so far. Oh, well, that's good to know. That's why I'm... If I noticed that, I probably would do something else about it. I would probably start to request specific songs. So, like, I still... There's still 55 songs that I don't have, and then the one that I can only get on my birthday. There's also <clears throat> three songs that you can't have, but he'll play for you if you fuck up your request. Uh, yeah, but you can't keep them, yeah. so I don't care. Can't have them. I mean, I'll, I will, I'll hear them at some point, but I don't care. I can just really. hear them on the internet, you know. That's it's no that's big true. deal. Uh, that's where I am with New Horizons. Well, as with all of these things, you end up getting in deeper than I do. And, um, so what will happen is either you will have enough blue roses to go around and I'll pay you for one or something, or I won't <laughs> ever care how many blue roses I have. But I'm not gonna fucking breed one. Because I thought I was doing it, and then you explained to me that I was only doing the last step, and that there were fifty steps before that. Yep. And I'm like, oh, never mind. I don't need. And them. the what? The wild thing is, if uh, roses were your sister flower when you when you moved in, you could just get the right hybrid orange roses from an island randomly, yeah. and then it's only like a two step <laughs> breed to get a blue rose, but only a certain number of people can do that. Yeah, mine are. Um, my flowers are. Windflower and uh, tulip. Sound sounds right. Yeah, could be. <clears throat> All right. Well, that's Animal Crossing talk, everybody. For now. Yes. Dump a crap ton of beer off the dock. And nothing. Still, it's a bit annoying. Um, I've also attached a photo of a new uh, upgrade to my Switch. Hope you guys. Uh, like a visual upgrade to the Switch. He got this the Animal Crossing Edition Switch. I didn't send you the picture. 
I also assume that he just swapped the controllers and dock. Sure. Because your island is tied to your Switch, and I cannot imagine starting over. Oh, yeah. On a new Switch with a new island. No, I will eventually start an island over, but uh, I'm not at that point where I'm ready But just to... when you have run out of shit you want to do. Yes, no, I'm not going to restart right now on this fucking thing. I have reached the point where I have started to become irritated with the things that irritate people that I didn't care about at first. Like, uh, my airport <laughs> doesn't line up with the entrance to my resident services. So you can't make a straight run. Oh, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, that's not... Um... That's not what bothers... The same things bother me that have bothered me the whole time. Why do my tools break a hundred times a day? That that's That is more um, shit. Even my gold ones or whatever. Like, wh- wh- who thought... If you're going to add something to the game, add it to make it more fun. Add it to make it more fun. Don't add it to make me angry at you. <laughs> Why would that yeah. be better? Like, there's yeah. no purpose that serves except to make me go, really? Fuck's sake. Well, it's, it's 100% the opposite of fun yeah. to have your tool break. I got a fucking, I buy like eight tools a day, and they, they all just kind of break. It's just a worthless churn. Or, um, unskippable dialogue, or, um... Oh, boy. Dialogue that repeats constantly, and it's never, there's no variation. Well, then, like, also if you're like me, and you buy the cheap tool, because you just carry iron ore around, yeah. and you just upgrade it to the good tool yep. right away, uh... Then you also have the long-ass crafting dialogue every time. Mm, there's so many th- fucking things you have to click yes for, or keep crafting, or... Yeah, I used to do it that way, and I have to admit that I spend way more money just buying the better tools, because I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, but if I did that, then I'd have to fish more. And then you just have to replace your fishing rods after about 35 fish, and then it's, you know... The whole thing. You should you should go for that money rock then. <laughs> I guess so. Huh? So you have to replace your shovels more often though. But it's and I use my shovels a lot because I'm fucking constantly moving trees around on my island. Like I'm replacing all of my cherry trees with orange trees. Well, I had to fucking delete twenty trees today or whatever because I found out I had too many trees. Yeah, too many. There's just too many. She told me she was afraid people were gonna get lost. <laughs> what? Isabel, what are you talking about? This, it's an island. Where are they going to go? It's not even a big island. Where are they going to walk into the ocean? They'll know they're in the ocean. What's happening? <laughs> if you hit the ocean, you're not where you were going. <laughs> I just um, eat shit, Isabel. I've really come to dislike her strongly. Uh, yeah. I mean, she'd be fine if it weren't for the island rating. <laughs> with a crypt. So cryptic, they're useless hints. Yes, yeah, completely useless Also, I think hints. 90% of the time she was giving me hints that were wrong. Yeah, I think so, too. I think she just has, like, you're not at five stars yet. Here's one of a million random hints. Here's one thing you could do to improve your island rating that may not apply to you. Right. You may have already hit this, but, you know. Yeah. She was, tell- she was telling me about fences for so, for so long. Just for so long. Oh. And I have since deleted... A hundred fences? <laughs> I was deleting fences. hundred fence segments? I was deleting fences all day today as I was getting rid of trees and stuff. And every time I'd go and check it, it would be totally fine. Still five stars. I was like, I didn't need any of these fucking fences. <laughs> this bitch. Yeah, but what else would she do? If she wasn't doing that, what would she do? Because, like... I mean, you can get her to... Uh, reset the clothes? Yeah, reset people's clothes and or make dialogue? them stop calling you a nickname. <laughs> they can stop saying blow me or whatever you made their custom greeting. Well, yeah, whatever you thought would be funny, but now it's like two weeks later and you're like, uh, everyone in town is saying it 
Uh, all my villagers have started calling me Burrito. <laughs> That's their nickname for me now. Half of them are calling me Pup, and half are calling me Racer. And Racer oh. makes me think of something that in 1920 you would have called a racist. <laughs> Probably. Uh, there is still one person who is calling me by the original nickname that gave me Jet Setter. <laughs> they need to fucking catch up. Yeah. They must not be trendy. Um, we moved past that already. Yeah, I've been... Uh, I've been Rosebud... I've been Kid M. Ah, that's a good one. I've been, uh, there's another one, too. Oh, Butterbean. I was Butterbean for a little while. Uh, I've been Blaster. Blaster, okay. That's good. Actually, maybe that's just those three. Maybe just Blaster, Burrito, and Well, shit, somebody's still calling you Jet Setter. Yeah. Um, anyway, my point is, it would just, you wouldn't need her. Tom Nook could do all that stuff. It's fine. Uh, yeah, but people love Isabel. Well, I hate her, like like too much. Like don't, don't bang it. I want to. <laughs> Is that what Ben's moved on to? <laughs> well, I don't know because he hasn't gifted anyone a computer lately. <laughs> All right, let's do. Let's finish the CMB. Yeah, and um, hope you're all doing well. They uh, have returned to work one day a week. Uh, as the lockdown goes, but London's going to be particularly challenging, maybe because of its huge reliance on public transport, um, where it's quite difficult to do social distancing. Uh, for some people, I was lucky the first day I went in, there were only, only one person on the carriage on the way home and nobody on the way out. Um, but I think the underground is a lot more troublesome for people, or people who use the buses, quite difficult. But I don't know, I think you guys are still. Basically, just staying at home, not, not that different from usual, to be honest. But. He describes public transport as the carriage, mm-hmm. the underground, and buses. <laughs> and it seems like those three words only describe two things to me. The carriage and underground sound like they're the same. Are they not? To me, too. Is there, are they, do they have above ground carriages? Is it like an L? Is it, is is it, it a, a horse drawn carriage? <laughs> do they just still have those? Does it. I don't know. Did they hang on to those? You know, because they're uh, they're quaint. It's nice to get Although, around that way. It would be weird if there was another person in there with you randomly. Oh well, you get in there and there's someone already in there. And you're like, fuck. Like I was gonna. How are we supposed to do social distancing? Yeah, I was gonna try to do social distancing, but there ain't no way I'm staying six feet away from these fuckers. Uh, he yeah. sounds like he was at a Billy Joel concert all night. <laughs> And he's he like screamed himself hoarse. He screamed himself hoarse, trying to sing along to um, "Keep in the Faith." That's a song I know now. <laughs> anyway, go on. Um, hopefully it's not too taxing for you, and we can get something going here, vaccine-wise, more rapidly than we thought. I saw they were talking about the um, positive antigen tests recently, antibody tests. Um, so we started role now i think that'll hopefully make people feel better if they find out they've already had it um i read dark times indeed i read that uh, like up to 50 percent of the time those are false (laughs) those tests are not reliable hot that's great news sorry it's great news to hear (laughs) sorry everybody why did i let them swab my pee hole then It was so painful. Yeah, it was. Um, that was also un- that guy did not look like a doctor. No, that's the I was, what I was gonna say. He was that was an unrelated procedure. I think. <sighs> I must have got him mixed up. 
You signed the consent forms. I thought it was weird when he wanted a thumbprint, for sure. Aw, <laughs> oh, man, now he knows what's in your pee hole and he has your thumbprint? You're fucked. Those are the two key pieces of information that someone needs in order to impersonate you. Aw, oh, shit, I got identity thieved, didn't yeah, I? he did. He's going to use your pee hole identification and your thumbprint to get all of your uh, stamp collection and your... No! Yep, and also your... Uh, I don't actually have a stamp collection. I just do have a lot of stamps. The antique china you keep at the bank. He's gonna, How dare He's he. going to get everything. He's going to clean you out. You better not get into my safety deposit box. That's where I keep my copy of uh, BAS2. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say it. That's fine. I understand. Those ladies work hard. I, I don't like calling them asses. By the way, this is a really amazing prank. It's just to fill a bank vault full of stuff like that. Just a safety deposit box or whatever full of, just full of porn. Old VHS porno. Yeah, I guess it would. Like, do the, do the safety deposit boxes get auctioned when you, if you die and <laughs> no one claims it or something? Even better if it's an after-your-death prank. Those are the best kind. That's the, maybe the only good kind of prank. <laughs> Still, not as dark as it'll be in November, probably. Um, and uh, I don't know if I, did I mentioned the callback... Uh, the uh, I mentioned something about a year ago, I think, on the show. Um, the Supreme Court hearing the Oklahoma case, uh, just there by Zoom. Well, not by Zoom, the Supreme Court's doing it all by telephone. But uh, exciting times for if you live in the state of Oklahoma, maybe you're going to lose a third of your state. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. I mean, I mean not, nothing's going to happen, yeah. Nothing's, of course, nothing's going to happen, and also. It's always an exciting time to live in Oklahoma because it's like Florida, but in the middle of the country. <laughs> so That's not true. They got two college towns. <laughs> in Oklahoma? Don't they? They got um, no. they got Norman. No. And, uh, no, I was thinking of Kansas. Sorry. Oh boy, I was going to say, are we counting Stillwater? Because I, I, don't, I don't think we can <laughs> No, count. you're right. Oklahoma only has the one. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's close this one out. Do it. I've been playing a few more games, actually. We got Golf with Friends uh, on the Switch, which is infuriating. And we've also been playing a lot of Pycross uh, S4. I don't know if you've played that. It's a kind of like Sudoku-esque kind of thing. Um, big grid of numbers. Shannon is, like, gets frighteningly into it. And Professor Layton on the Switch as well. Uh, it's been good. Kind of fun, fun little puzzles, which go from a child could solve this to how many PhDs do you need to solve this? Um, but yeah, good fun. Anyway, hope you guys are doing all right, and uh, hope you check out my lovely attached photo as well. And um, see you guys soon. Thanks, bye. Uh, Matt, did you ever play? I have always pronounced it Picross. I assumed it was a portmanteau of picture crossword because that's kind of what it is. Okay, good. I'm glad you clarified what was happening because i was going to ask you he's so whispery i was going to ask you if he said he's playing a game or his parents are playing a game called pie cross f4 <laughs> does that what did he say he said uh pie cross it sounded like he said s4, oh, but s4 i don't know okay. if that's like season four okay. or whatever um have you ever played Picross? i have not how's it work it's a it's got a grid and above each row and column, it'll tell. So if it's like a five by five grid, you might have uh, 
you might have in one of the above one of the columns you might see one 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 okay and then you know that there are three 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 colored blocks in the row but they're in groups of one okay does that make sense so in a five by five that would be a one and then a blank and then a one and then a blank and then a one okay like that and then at the end when you're done it assembles a little picture of a duck or something Oh, you make a you make it's a usually picture. a duck. You make a picture, yeah. and then so it's it's just a logic puzzle where you combine the clues you have from the row and the column, and sort of there's only one way you can fit three into this column and stuff stuff like that. Oh, it's like um, um, Minesweeper, but at the end you get a picture. Yeah, like if Minesweeper made a picture of a duck. God, that sounds pretty good. Why don't you make that? Make ten billion dollars. If if Minesweeper gave you a picture of a duck at the end, yeah, and like maybe sometimes depending on how fast you did it, you got a better duck. Yeah, that is a money maker. You're That's not wrong. Ten about billion that. dollars. I'm not sure if I was clear about this, Matthew, but it, the colored go. squares that you put in the oh. grid make the picture of a duck. It doesn't like oh. email you one when no, you're done. No, it doesn't spit it out of the machine. No, it's not like a hundred dollars doesn't come out of the machine. It's not like a Polaroid of a duck, right? <laughs> I still think this would be pretty good. <coughs> this is a pretty good game. Can you? You said you couldn't code games. Uh, I mean, you saw I'll put the biscuit in the basket. That was pretty good. You could put the biscuit in there. So I can, you know, it'll probably probably take me a little bit to get my TI basic skills back up. <laughs> Doesn't have to, to be snuff. on the TI. Well, that's the language I coded that in. Yeah, so. I know, but it, it, you know, it was back in the day. It was. Ah, but I'm almost 40. I'm not learning any new computer languages. Right, I guess that's fair. Well, $10 billion is going to have to wait for some other idea that we can do. Um, I have been uh, watching a lot of Sudoku solves. I believe that. There's a channel. Is that exciting two. to watch someone else do Sudoku? It's a little bit exciting because, like, sometimes you see things that they don't see yet. Oh. Do you know what I mean? And then you like point you, at the you, screen you ahead. and you go, over here, you're dummy! Either, you're either just a little faster than them or, like, they're looking at... They're concentrating on a different thing than you're concentrating on. Are they doing, like... like they just haven't gotten around to looking at it yet. Doing, like, nine nine by nines or, like, fifteens or, like, what are we talking about here? These are... Uh, they're, on this channel, Cracking the Cryptic Ooh. is the channel that I watch. Uh, they are often combined puzzles, so it'll be, like... A Sudoku, but with a nine by nine Sudoku, but with some extra rules. Oh, uh, sorry. When I say nine by nine, I actually mean nine boxes with nine entries in them. Does that make sense? Is there a duck? Does it make a duck? <laughs> no, they don't usually draw pictures. Oh, that's too bad. Because <laughs> you'd have to make them with numbers, and so you, you need a lot of numbers so that you can pull back out enough for them to be like different shades. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 You need a really big one. So I've, been, I've been doing that, and then I've started playing some Sudoku. So, oh, nice! You, are you playing them old school, like with a book? Do you, somebody get you a book full of Sudokus? Uh, I just have uh, like three Steam apps that I think cost me a total of eight dollars or something. Okay, so I just play play them on a computer. Sometimes I do crosswords on my phone. Is that that sort of same deal? Yeah, there you go. Or you could start doing Picross. We both, we both got hobbies. Um, no, now I'm mad about our idea not working out, so I kind of don't. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry about the <laughs> duck, Minesweeper with a duck idea. <laughs> kind of, now it hurts. I don't really want to do it. I might have done it before, but I don't want to do it. 
Well, we've put this off as long as I think we can. Okay. I guess it's time to talk about the new project. Yeah, because we ain't got enough. We ain't got enough projects. Uh, so, despite what Ryan said in the mailbag, he did send us his Billy Joel bracket. I still think it was that night. I think it was the night I, he I, said he wasn't going to make the bracket. I do think he said he wasn't going to do it and then immediately sat down and did it. <laughs> it's like as soon as it came out of his fingers, I was going to say his mouth. Maybe he said it out loud, too. I'm not going to do it. Um, in Excel, which I think tells you a lot about him because he knows we use Google Sheets. <laughs> That's all right. It's usually pretty easy. Oh, yeah. It was just a straight import. Yeah. So he has sent us, I presumably, his top 64 Billy Joel songs. Well, I hope so. They don't. They don't have numbers or anything to indicate that they're seated, and it does look like the left side of the bracket has a lot of the earlier letters in the alphabet, oh. and the right side has a lot of the later letters. But frankly, that would happen if I was just putting this together, scrolling through a song list, too. Yeah, you'd slide The, her- in the early ones that end up at the front. Sure. Um, he has helpfully broken it down into two... 32 song conferences mm. the matthew conference and the judah conference and i think we've decided that um that's how we're gonna do it yeah hopefully he was trying to be helpful um yeah, i'll be doing the left uh, side of the conference and matt will be doing the right side of the conference and then we will presumably meet in the middle for the playoffs and then i think it's just a pure fist fight right it's just whoever oh, yeah, goes probably. down loses and that's the winner of the billy joel bracket <laughs> I got a lot of weight on you, but I've also played Bloody Knuckles against you a bunch of times. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, the pain's easy to ignore, actually. It's not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> I I think my best shot at winning is would have to be to do, like, real actual damage. Yeah, you'd have to really way. knock me out, I think. Yeah, I'd have to, I'd have to actually <laughs> knock you out. You're not going to tap out. Oh. So. Um, I, I don't Again, know. Again, weight classes are pretty pretty important in uh, in boxing, but we'll see. If we, uh, I don't know if we talked about this last week. We kind of talked about, or last time we did this, we kind of talked about the new project. Yeah. When I opened it, I was because <laughs> I had said on the air I couldn't well, think. Well, first of all, I sent it to you. <laughs> the only thing I sent was "Oh no," <laughs> and then, and I, then I, I saw I... the subject, and I and I too said "Oh no." <laughs> Um, I had said on the air I only knew four Billy Joel songs off the top of my head. So when I opened it and I saw 32, I went, oh, fuck. Like, this is going to be a real problem. And I had it open on my computer for like two hours and I wasn't really looking at it. And then I went back over and I looked at it again and I saw that there was room to scroll. And also that the top said Judah Conference. <laughs> yes, it said Judah Conference and there was room to scroll. And I scrolled over and saw Matthew Conference and fell out of my fucking chair. Because I was so distraught that there were 64 songs in this fucking bracket. I really tried hard to think of any logical reason we could refuse this one. (laughs) And it's just really tough. We just did a 128 flag bracket where we had to describe the flags on air. The worst for this format. Absolutely the worst. We spent nine or ten weeks doing that. And then we have each given each other a big bracket of songs from a band that we know the other person doesn't really like. Yep. So, oh, yeah. there's not a lot of... The only logical ground would be we don't want to, and I'm worried about invoking we don't want to. No, oh, yeah. It's a because slippery I don't slope. want to do any of the things that we do on this podcast. It's a, it's a so. slippery slope, because then we could we could start to do episode one of Star Wars and just go, don't feel like it. Not going to yep. do it. And then, you know, maybe it's... um. Maybe it's the one where Beverly wants to fuck the candle, and even though we're most of the way done, we just go, no, I'm not doing it. She's fucking her grandma's sex toy, and I'm not doing it anymore, even though it's Duncan uh, right here. 
Oh, That's boy. her grandma's that is, sex candle. That is, that is in our future, for sure. So nasty. She reads her grandma's erotic oh, diaries and gets horny. Real horny. Not a little yeah. bit horny. So horny. Troy can sense it from orbit how horny yeah. she is. <laughs> Such a fucked up story. Anyway, yeah, you're right. We should just do it. We should just fucking yeah. just so, grit our teeth and just do it. So, listen, we're not doing another mailbag, which is where it would have to go yeah. for a month at this point. We've got time. But the idea of having to listen to 32 Billy Joel songs between now and then is still is still hitting me pretty hard. And I probably will do another round of the K-pop bracket at some point, <laughs> just, just, to, in, just to procrastinate. Yeah. Uh, also, we have to listen at least well enough to know which one we like better. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's a, uh, it seems like a low bar, but it's at least that amount of attention must be paid. Yep. Sometimes I have to go back and yeah. listen to the first one again. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, that's happening. Thanks, Ryan. That project will be forthcoming. Maybe I'll put it on the website. Maybe I won't. <laughs> it, it is actually much better suited than the flag tournament to go on oh, the website. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, if you need to bump something, we got some old ones on there. I probably just need to figure out. Uh, well, first of all, I could just add a second row okay. of links at the top. Who gives a shit? All right. Well, I don't know. I mean, what if it causes everything to come crashing down, just like you're afraid the podcast host will? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, by the way, sometimes Marjan will see someone in her timeline talking about TNG or something. Yeah. And, and then she'll like, fucking blow us up. <laughs> well, blow up our spot. This last week I was like, hey, what would be a great prank on Judah is if you get this person to start downloading this show. <laughs> if you just tell them about this great TNG podcast. Don't mention <laughs> the other Star Treks. They won't want to listen. If you talk about this great TNG podcast and then random fucking extra downloads and shit start happening. That would be a really sweet prank, but she, she, I don't think she did it. She's like, oh, I don't really know him that well. <laughs> ah, well, there you go. I don't care about that. Um, But we are on the clock again for Star Trek. Mm, yeah, we're on the three-week clock now. We get no breaks. Yeah, that's right, because we've got oh, wait, uh, no. week 83. If you count Billy Joel, we're on the forever clock. <laughs> we're going to die on the clock. <laughs> this is the clock. It's running now, and it'll never stop running. Uh, but, but the immediate, the immediate thing we have to tackle is week 83 of the Star Trek project. Okay. And if you're going to do that too, you need to watch The Loss. Yep. That's going to be, what are they going to do to Troy this week? Troy eats a big poo breakfast with a glass of pee. (laughs) Then she goes to school where she's stupid again. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yeah, boy, what, what kind of uh, fucking loser chocoholic are they going to turn her into this week? Fuck. Uh, we're watching Crossfire. <laughs> You'll get caught up in it. You'll sure. get caught up in it, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, to go with Hunters last week, we're watching Prey this week. Okay. And uh, second of the Vulcan episodes, we're watching Awakening. Oh, that's right. We're in these arcs. Um, God. Hey, is Prey at least going to be the one with The Rock? I keep waiting to see The Rock. Is he going to show up? WWE's The Rock? That does kind of make sense, huh? Isn't it some kind of... Maybe that's not the right one. Voyager The Rock episode. Maybe it's uh, not affiliated with the Herogen. No, he apparently is in the 15th episode of season 6. Oh shit, that's a while from now. Tsunkatsu. Yeah, it's some kind of (laughs) kumite slash... um, the bravest of his when race. Seven of Nine is captured by alien warriors. She is forced to fight a Pendari gladiator Lutai. as a contestant in a deadly game. It took me a long time to f- remember the word. 
for the Babylon 5 one. You know, the one where Walker Into the same blood steps Walker Smith, the bravest of his race. Mm-hmm. Say it like that guy says it. Uh, Come on, say it so I can record it. Record you doing a hate crime. Oh, I get it. <laughs> I see what you're doing. I'm going to out you. Want you. Me to do, you want me to do my Nemoidian voice. <laughs> I'm going to out you like you're Jimmy Fallon on this motherfucker. Oh, boy. Um, that's what you should watch. Uh, the week after that, we'll be doing Return of the Jedi and then... Uh, More Star Trek. Uh, hey, and hey, let's just look ahead. Data's day. Oh. Data's day. Hey, okay, well... Uh, Ret- Return to Grace, Retrospect, and Kishara. Then the wounded, then devils do. Ooh, the wounded. That's going to be fun. First contact, I don't think, is anything. Galaxy's Child. It's not you I hate, Cardi. Yeah. You you know the rest. Night night Terrors. Mm, That one's not so good. (laughs) Identity Crisis. Which one's that? Uh, I used to be so good good, about this. I don't remember. It's a good question. Then the nth degree, and then Cupid. Mm. Ooh. Mm. (laughs) Woof. Oh god, Identity Crisis is the one where Jordy turns invisible with his uh, sister. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Oof. We don't worry, we'll never see her again. No. Is she at Riker and Troy's wedding in the deleted scenes of uh, <laughs> Nemesis? I don't know, I hope so. Um, <laughs> She's Wesley Crusher's date. My only hope for that is that we're going to get some great LeVar Burton acting, but I don't know, he spends at least a third of the episode as a blue guy, so... Yeah, there's a lot of time where he's not him there, huh? Could be tough. There's a the there's that weird thing where he says this guy's about the same height as me, one point five meters, and then you go, wait a minute. Okay, hold on, let me do the math real quick. What? Jordy Jordy <laughs> four foot nine? What are we talking about? Is that really that's how we're gonna approximate heights? We're gonna go by the half meter? Yes. <laughs> that doesn't seem like a good way to do it. I guess I'm procrastinating because I don't want to go on the clock. Yeah, you're on the clock now. It's already started. Once you bring up Landry and you start to talk about the episodes, you're officially on the clock. So now you're just wasting time. Well, then, goodbye. (laughs) Right, everybody. It was fun. Bye. I made Mario. Mario's purple now. (laughs) I painted Yoshi. (laughs) Subscribe.